Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the radio program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed. Steve Drodal joins us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. Doing well. Uh, we got 25 minutes of today's issues. Of pure uh, joy. Yes. And happiness. <laughs> Remaining, Steve dons his purple. Yeah, a little bit. Purple shirt and purple tie. Yep. Is that, is that gay apparel? It is not. Don, you now. It's a Jerry Garcia apparel. tie from the Grateful Dead. Hey, and I like that tie. You you have the best tie collection. I do. That's kind of why I wear them, because I, I like them. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I don't have to. Hey, by the way, first chance I've had to thank our listeners for uh, helping out uh, over the last week. The Sherathon, mm-hmm. just phenomenal. Uh, everybody I talked to was nice and kind and couldn't say enough good things about us. We're humbled. And uh, I'm very appreciative to everybody. Thank you. So you took phone calls. Sure did. Like, like everybody. Yeah. Up here. All right, Steve. Well, uh, let us have some Monday morning sunshine, Steve. All right. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of uh, Republicans, uh, Americans out there who think that uh, President Trump is going to be vindicated in the uh, election fraud and that he's going to be reinstated as president. Uh, almost a quarter of Republicans still think he is likely to be reinstated. This is according to an economist YouGov poll. Um so eleven uh, percent of what now? They think he's going to be reinstated. reinstated. Put back in. They're going to kick Joe Biden out. It, 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 there's no way they will ever. This is like a, the end of a football game where the refs admit they blew the call and it cost the game. They still don't give the game to the other team. Right. Um, well, right. that's ju- that's just that's just wishful thinking. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. How, what percentage of Republicans? Twenty-two. Twenty-two percent. Wow. Either very or somewhat likely. Still think that. It's even more is that, greater. Is that related to the QAnon? Um, it it QAnon. it is one of the QAnon. Uh, I think uh, conspiracy theories that that could happen, but it really can't. Um, Why can't it, Steve? Because there's no mechanism for um, undoing a vote like that. I mean, there's <clears throat> just there's just no way that they. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised the numbers that high. Yeah, that's why I brought it in. But, I mean, you know, if it's two percent, what, 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 what would we want to talk about? We wouldn't about talk it? about it because <laughs> you could probably find two percent of people that believe anything. Yeah, and by the way, um, we now, who who was that survey according to who? Economist YouGov poll, huh? An Economist YouGov poll, Economist magazine YouGov. Oh, okay. Yeah, both of those are poll. reputable. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I don't know this, how reputable this is, and uh, I don't gamble, nor do I encourage anybody else to. But the odds makers in Las Vegas are saying they're leading the pack of who is likely to become president in 2022. Donald Trump, 20 percent chance of winning. It. I'm sorry, 24. Biden has a 19 percent chance. Kamala has a 13 percent chance of winning the presidency in 2024. Three years so, from now. So those are those are so. That's, that's pretty low. Las that's Vegas pretty odds. low, but they probably have what about fifty people on the list or something. I would imagine they have. Yeah. So, uh, 
do you have any idea how many people are on the list? Because what I'm saying is if you've got 50 people at 1%, then that's 50% right. saying that none of the other top three are going to win. Um, they only give the uh, three here in this article. So I, I and they, they certainly does not Who add up to the three, Steve. The three they gave are Trump, uh, Biden, and Kamala Harris. It's still a long way to go. Yeah, and uh, so, those yeah. those don't. Uh, it's forty fifty two uh, percent of. So people what, do you got, what did you do you two think? If I can ask the question, he's running. Uh, yeah, does that, do you think Trump Absolutely is running? Absolutely, he's running. Tim, what do you think? Do you think Donald Trump's running for president? You're going to be quiet right here. <laughs> Not whether you think he should, I, 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 whether you I, think I he have, is. I have a different opinion than probably 75% of our listeners right now. So if I say what I think, they're going to kill me. <laughs> well, well, now you have to say because now they're just going to be reading I can just that. let it remain a mystery. Is it really yeah. a mystery after what you just said? <laughs> All right. Number one, I don't think Biden's running yeah. three years from now. I think he... He's probably he'll probably step down between now and. You think he'll step down before yeah. the twenty twenty two? Well, because they want to give Kamala Harris a running start. I think she needs it. You know, more than anything, I've been noticing the Democrats seem to have this uh, succession. I haven't answered mind. the question. Sorry, I. The one I want to be silent about. <laughs> oh well, I thought you wanted to be silent about it, but go ahead. No, I'm, okay. I'm only going to say this if people are nice to me. I'll be nice. Yeah, I'll be nice. I hope President Trump doesn't run. You're not alone. <clears throat> but you know, people won't say that out loud. I love President Trump for all he did for our country. He was a strong leader, most pro-life president we've ever had, installed the right kind of judges. Uh, well, he didn't install. He nominated. He he, he loves our country. Uh, I mean, the guy's a patriot. I'm talking about President. He was treated so unfairly. That Russia garbage that they tried to wrap around right. him was made up. It was bogus, phony. Two years. Didn't come up with squat against him. Right. It was okay. fabricated. So I say all that to say this. The man will be seventy held. He'll be I think he'll be uh I think he'll be seventy eight, won't by he? the man by the man I mean President Trump. Okay, that's two. He is now seventy-five, so I think he'll be <clears throat> seventy-eight. When- In my opinion, that's too old to be running for president. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. You're seventy-eight. Your mental faculties start to decline. Typically, uh, you need to be enjoying your life. You know, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, traveling if you're healthy. Of course, President Trump's seen the world. Uh, I'm just saying that. Uh, that's too old to be president, in my humble opinion. Again, this is all my opinion. This is not in the Constitution. Right. All right, now, secondly, uh, we, we, we have people like Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, by we I mean conservatives, who are in his 40s, governor of a, lot, of a large state. He is more articulate than President Trump on, on constitutional matters. And on, 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 he just is. He just is. That's not a knock on President Trump. I'm just that is a uh, that is a good thing to say about Governor DeSantis. And I'm not saying Governor DeSantis is the only one that's out there across the country. 
but to me, he's a rock star, and yeah. he may not even want to run for president. Um, and he probably wouldn't if President Trump is going to run. Right. Of course, we are talking a couple years out. You know, like yeah. you're saying here. So this is, uh, this to me is, is kind of premature. Okay. To to discuss, uh, but that's the way I feel. And uh, that is not a knock, and it not it shouldn't be a knock on President Trump in any way, because I mentioned I love the guy for everything he did for our country, but I hope he doesn't run. Yeah. Now, absolutely. That, does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Now, for those of you who say no, I want him to run because he's the he's the leader we need. Uh, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, if you have that opinion, wonderful. Right. That's great. Support President Trump as he uh, to encourage him to run. I'm just saying the reasons I don't think he should run, I just explained. Okay. All right. Now, I'm not going to be like a pastor <laughs> who repeats himself three times. In conclusion. In conclusion. Yeah. In conclusion, finally, yes. lastly, <laughs> and before we leave this morning. That's right. Huh? Let me, let me let explain me, let myself me, again. Yes, yes. Or, even worse, you, you do finish the sermon and then you... You summarize it while you're praying. <laughs> yes. You ever seen that? You ever heard yeah, that? Yes, text? yes, yes. Now, Steve, back to your point. Well, um, I was going to say that um, the only thing that I favor about Donald, there you go. The only thing that I favor about Donald Trump running, uh, uh, absent the decline that you were talking about might happen at that age, is that where we are now is exactly uh, much like where we were except maybe a little worse, where we were in, in 2016 when he was elected. And he was able to, he's phenomenal for the economy. And so proven record, I would trust him, uh, absent a mental decline, I would trust him to fix this economy more than I would trust. Even though Ron DeSantis says every, all the right things, he, he's not the businessman. Uh, um, I don't know if he's that confrontational. Part of Trump's success was his confrontational nature. You know, China, I don't know. DeSantis? Guys, no, Trump. DeSantis is as confrontational as Trump. Good. I, well, I don't know if you've been paying attention. <laughs> huh? I, I will say this. The guy's a pit bull. N nobody draws crowds like Donald Trump. Now, again, three years from now, who knows? Yeah. But nobody no, I, draws crowds like that guy. He's a <clears throat> phenomenon, force of nature when it comes to crowds. But anyway, I didn't mean to bring that up. It is but, three years. Three years. Uh, well, probably after, after 2022, you'll probably have people declaring yeah we're, we're a little early here but i'm just saying a lot can happen in the next couple of years yeah. that uh and, and then there are other republicans who want to run too you know out there that will emerge yeah uh nikki haley uh maybe christy gnome maybe gnome well, uh, uh, uh christine i get that right there are uh, there, there are others who will uh, say will emerge uh, all right, Steve, next story. Uh, we talk about the supply chain not being uh, quite right. Um, I want to, one of the reasons that it's uh, possible that things are not flowing very well, according to Yahoo News, Tor Richards reporting that crane operators that take those big uh, boxes off the ships and onto trucks, kind of lollygagging it a little bit. This, she says, crane operators who belong to a powerful union and earn up to $250,000 a year Transferring containers from ships to trucks are worsening the supply chain crisis because they are um, not shipping the, not doing their job. So crane operators take their time, th like three to four hours just to get one container. 
you've seen the number of containers you have stacked up there. Um, you can't say anything about it to them or else they just go say, help somebody else. So um, according to Yahoo News, the union, uh, the the crane operators are dogging it a little bit, it's, uh, being paid overtime and such. All right, so that's that would be their motivation, that the I longer think, it takes, the more overtime they get? Yeah. Now, in, interestingly enough, um, the uh, I have a guy here that says the supply chain uh, problems won't end until we get rid of COVID. Now, I'm not sure exactly what the connection is, but I'd like you to hear what he has to say. Listen to Cut 7. This is ABC reporter, and this is the Port of Houston Executive Director, Peter Gunther. What is sitting in all these containers behind us? Everything. Longshoremen telling me some of these containers have been sitting here for six months with a shortage of truck drivers to get the goods on the highway and into stores. It's not just making things harder to find, it's making them more expensive. Today we face an economy that's in transition. And as part of that transition, we are seeing high prices for some of the things that people have to buy. But the reality is that the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. Everyone in America and everyone in the world. Even yeah, they, like people in Fiji? Yeah, they, like they're in some in the island? Or, okay. They're in the world. Well, now their argument is, if I understand what they've been saying, is that because you have COVID spikes and variants and et cetera, et cetera, that it keeps uh, businesses from 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 uh, full being fully occupied by workers and at you know full production. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that what they're saying? You don't have you have people getting sick, so they can't drive trucks. I think that's their their explanation for for how COVID is at the center of every problem we have. It could be the case. Uh, still, now, I'm not saying it's true. Yeah. I'm saying that's how it, else would you how else would you link COVID to our economic problems? Me and my cynical side says. Everybody knows we're not going to get to 100%, even close to 100%. So this allows, if they say that that's the goal, that allows them to keep us in crisis that much longer. Yeah. So, um, President Trump, uh, I'm sorry, President Biden has decided quietly to restart the Remain in Mexico policy. President Trump's uh, law that said, or executive order that said, if you're a migrant coming up, and cross the border and want asylum, you have to stay across the border in Mexico. Well, that's well, only that's only because he's being ordered to, right? Uh, uh, yes, a judge has told him to do that, or told his uh, HHS to do that, and um, it. He uh, doesn't want to. It's too too little, too late. It well, they've got more caravans coming. They're, yeah. So I don't know, but uh, <clears throat> I, it did not help. This wasn't something they thought of on their own. President Biden and the Democrats want to flood our country with as many people coming here illegally as they possibly can. So they're not going to do anything to stop it. That's why he doesn't put up a wall. That's why he tears down walls. I mean, so this isn't a secret anymore. Everybody knows it. We have no borders any longer. So, and, you know, until there's nobody that can tell President Biden to do anything to stop it, except I guess this judge was judge or judge is said that the uh, I believe it was a judge said that the rain in Mexico policy for President Trump was constitutional. Is that what he said? Yes. It, it seems to me that we actually do have we have three 
borders. Okay, we have a northern border with Canada. Canada. That's probably enforced. It, it's not technically a border on the <clears> east and west, but you have to have a passport to fly in from Europe or Asia or someplace. It's just the southern border that we don't have. That That is gone. That's been erased. Well, President Trump the, had it under control. Yes. Completely under control as much as you possibly can in a stretch of uh, border that long. But Biden, Biden said, I don't, I don't care about a border any longer and let them all in. <laughs> so that's, that's the message that went out. And that's what's, that's what's he happening. He got his surge. Didn't that's, he? What, that's what's happening. And in fact, Steve, as you reported, Fred's talked about now people are coming from around the world yep. to Mexico and then paying to get entry, uh, uh, you know, into the United States. Yeah, some of them flying to parts in Mexico, places uh, in Mexico, and then getting a, a bus or a taxi and driving up yeah. and then getting yeah, dropped kids off in, at the wall. And kids in cages that the liberals cried about under President Trump don't matter anymore. Right. Huh? They don't matter anymore. Because we got, we got many more, quote, kids in cages under President Obama. Uh, excuse me, under President Biden than we had under... President Trump, but that doesn't matter anymore. Because President Trump kind of shut off the spigot yeah. in terms of people flooding the country. Yeah. Now Biden's policies actually are creating a much worse disaster, humanitarian disaster down there. So to your point, you wind up with more people and more kids in cages. Yeah. What, quote, Bi- quote, what Biden and the Democrats want to do, uh, I, I know people get tired of me talking this way probably because I say this about once a week, but I... Bears repeating. Uh, what what Biden and the Democrats wanted to do, their ultimate goal is to flood the country with as many people as they can get here illegally. They're not, and don't call them illegals, undocumented. Right. Let them just open the borders up and then <clears throat> turn these folks into voting citizens. Give them amnesty. That would be the next cry. Uh, and then that way you create permanent Democrat rule forever. Turn Texas blue. Yes. And then it's over. You get loyalty from these people who are flooding into our country because they'll say Biden let them all in. Yes. Biden, the Democrat, let them all in. Therefore, we're all going to vote for Democrats. Right. And now, there is one caveat to that. These people are fleeing. A lot of them are socialist countries. So to say what I just said... There may be a lot of them who go, you know, I don't want to vote for. Well, you would have to be given amnesty before you vote. We're still a long way off from that, right? I think. So that's a, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But I do think that's the ultimate objective. You would say, why does the Democrats want to let people come, flood into our country illegally? Because they want to turn them into Democrat voters. Right. And they're, thus to put the Republican Party in the in the minority forever. Just basically do it. You know, see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That would be the goal. And... um because they're not letting Eastern Europeans flood in here, who no. would be more likely to vote against socialism. No, I don't know the point in checking passports anymore, quite frankly. When you travel out of the country and you got to have a passport to get reentry, right? when they're just letting them <laughs> pour in and yeah. the southern border, COVID or no COVID, the passport, no passport, you don't have to passport. You just come into the country and we'll put you on a bus or a plane and find you a place to live. Yeah. Huh? And we'll pay for it. You see those two little girls? Two little, like, five, six-year-old girls down there, and they had a sign. I'm talking about on the border. 
little children coming up from somewhere, Central America, and they had a sign. They were wandering out in the desert uh, by themselves. Oh, my goodness. Well, and when I say wandering out in the desert, I think somebody placed them where they could be found easily. So that's probably a more accurate description. But they still didn't have any accompaniment by an adult or even a teenager. They just had a sign saying, call so-and-so. So the I guess the Homeland Security or Border, Contr- Border Patrol is supposed to take that number, which dials their family who are already in the U.S., and their family comes and picks them up. Oh, uh, the, the, the danger that those girls are in when people do that. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know how I don't know how a humane administration could be in favor of that kind of stuff happening. And if you're not in favor of it, you fix it. So to your point, well, they don't do anything to in deter favor it. Of it. They don't deter. Right. De- they don't deter it. That's wow. So anyway, <clears throat> go ahead, Steve. Next story. Um, over half, more than half of people who have been diagnosed with COVID will develop what's called long COVID. Have you guys heard of long yes, COVID? Yes, I have. You may um, you may not be able to to taste food for a while, even after your body, the rest of everything else is gone. They talk about um, uh, hair loss. A development of a rash, heart issues. Six in ten pa- patients displayed chest imaging abnormalities. A quarter difficulty breathing. Um, that hair loss thing's not going to bother me. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> heart palpitations, <laughs> um, stomach issues. Uh, th- so they're they're finding, <laughs> and this is researchers out of Penn State are finding that more than half of those who have had COVID will have these remaining symptoms. For how long after they're over the... Well, my nephew couldn't taste for like three months. They say up to six months here. Six months? Yeah. yeah. but three, three or four months. There's Ever heard no, of that? that uh, well... You imagine not being able to taste your food for... Huh? Be good for the diet. For what? That would be... Be good for the diet. I mean, you know, you don't eat as much, maybe. Because, let me just tell you... You're still hungry. Food, food is all about taste and smell. I mean, you ever I've had colds growing up and whatever where I lost my sense of smell, and food is just mush. I mean, now you're aware of the texture and all that kind of stuff. If you can't smell and taste, it is not uh, fun. That's Eating is just a chore. Yeah. Yeah, that's – anyway, words, words oh, escape me. I'm getting a shiver down my, my spine Steve, thinking about Steve, we got one it. minute. We got – well, what do we got? One minute left. All right, yeah, let's talk about Superman. Um, we've uh, the the guy, uh, the Man of Steel. He's not yeah. only we found out yeah. that there's sexual issues with him now, according Bisexual. to DC Comics, but now we're finding <laughs> out that he he no longer bears the motto he did. Remember his motto was Truth, Justice, and the American Way. Yeah. Well, they've changed that. Now they're saying it's Truth, Justice, and a better tomorrow. So the woke crowd have got total control of the uh, comics now. Have you noticed? They, they, they absolutely do. do. Yeah. The new Marvel movies, which I am not going to go see, the new Marvel movies are going to be including what, like you know lesbians what, and yeah. You know what's what to me? They hijack these characters, these superheroes. If you want to have an LGBTQRSTWXYZ character as a superhero, go create your own. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Why do you have to take? All the uh, historical superhero characters that Americans have come to be fans of and change them all. Well, that's just the point. Because you like Superman, 
you're going to listen to this is their thinking you'll listen to superman when he comes out as bisexual gotcha no you won't i won't well, I, I think won't either they, i think they're going to lose a lot of their uh followers by trying to they lost me by changing all these uh characters we'll be back tomorrow have a great day everybody